0: Well, you've heard us talk about DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports, and how payday can come every day. Ooh, Just like if you work at Taco Bell, it turns out, uh, because you can get paid every day when you work there. Anyway, this is not a Taco Bell bug, though it should be. Uh, Under the DraftKings uh, (laughs) contest, with huge cash prizes, up for grabs, uh, making a lineup on DraftKings has excitement every night, and who wouldn't want more excitement? Um, I would put some... good money on Giannis uh, dominating again at home tonight uh, for the Bucks. Well, actually, we're in the future, so hopefully last night you put some money on Giannis uh, dominating the Bucks and are celebrating with a big pot of gold this morning. Anyway, draft your lineup, feel the sweat like never before. Every moment means more with a DraftKings lineup on the line. DraftKings has paid out over $7 billion to users across all sports. DraftKings is the leader in daily fantasy sports, so there's no better place to get in on all the action. Now that you know how to play, download the DraftKings app and sign up using promo code THBN. New users will get a free entry with their first deposit. That's code THBN to get a free entry with your first deposit. Only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Welcome to episode 64, season 2 of Red Wings Rant, brought to you by the Brothers of Discussion and the Hockey Podcast Network, where tirades and impassioned pleas for your Detroit Red Wings finally have a home. That's right, here at Red Wings Rant. Uh, today, we're going to be taking a look at who is protected uh, by Steve Eiserman and, uh, as mentioned before in every other episode, the Eizer Plan, uh, who is protected from the uh, Seattle expansion draft, uh, who's left vulnerable exposed if uh we may and uh we'll take a look at a couple of uh quick mock drafts uh put together a couple of teams that uh could challenge for the presidents trophy based on who's available so this is where uh we'll find out where Seattle is uh building from are they building from an eyeball test um perspective or are they building through analytics um of course uh, as always we're using the great mind of uh, Jay Fresh and all of his wonderful models that uh, he makes available uh, to his uh, subscribers. So we'll, we'll take a look at all that stuff. Uh, so sit back, relax, and uh, here we go. Alrighty, righty, guys. Uh, welcome again to Red Wings Rat. Let's take a look at uh, who the Red Wings did decide to protect. Uh, if you listened to the last episode, first name on the list. We had, uh, d- d- <laughs> I thought it was going to be fun. Uh, but, of course, uh, no no fun was had because everybody said, what are you, crazy? Uh, but this is what I said was, uh, is there a possibility uh, that there's going to be a crazy addition to our um, uh, exposed list that we just didn't see coming? Something similar to Peter Morazic. And I think uh, we, we really didn't get any surprises here. Uh, but I played with that notion. Uh, again, the first name on here, Tyler Bertuzzi. Uh, next, uh, Adam Ernie, Robbie Fabry. Dylan Larkin, Michael Rasmussen, Giovanni Smith, Jakob Varana, uh, Philip Aronic, Nick Letty, new guy, Gustav Lindstrom, probably the biggest controversy here, if there is one, and uh, Thomas Grice. My first take not a lot of controversy here. A lot of this stuff makes sense. Um, and really, y- you could have just said it was a coin flip if you were going to be talking about Jalowski or uh, Gustav Lindstrom here. Uh, they're uh, both at that same point in their career where we're not quite sure what we have. We've seen some steps forward in both guys. If I take a look at our YouTube comments, uh, we have more fans of Dennis Chalowski, but maybe that's because he's a little bit more flashy and there's something to the fact that uh, Hironic's got a lot of offensive upside and uh, Moritz Sider has a lot of offensive upside. So maybe Gustav Lindstrom gets the nod uh, because he's going to have a little bit more defensive upside. So, Maybe just playing that sort of game, uh, gamifying it from that direction could be where the Iser plan is coming from. Um, but either way, I, I really didn't, I, I wouldn't guess that Chalowski going to get picked up. I'm not going to guess uh, if they left Lindstrom available that he would get picked up either. Uh, a couple other names, I, I'm just... You know, you pro- you probably could have played around a little bit uh, for who was going to be left uh, unprotected. Um, I mean, Giovanni Smith is another guy I don't think they would have sniffed around. Um, uh, and Adam Ernie is kind of up in the air. I think uh, we threw that out there in the last episode. We had some folks that were thinking, ah, of course, uh, of course, the Kraken would want to take a stab at it. Um, but I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say that there, there were a lot of guys that could have come in and out of this list and uh, ultimately... I think Red Wings Twitter is going to put a lot more effort and thought into what happened with the Detroit Red Wings protected list than the Seattle Kraken will. Um, <laughs> I cracked a joke with my wife that probably that first 15 minutes after that list was, was put out there. Um, the amount of conversation that started uh, for every other podcast was probably more conversation than will go down. Uh, for the Seattle Kraken, because it does look like it's uh, a nice, short, quick game as I scroll up here for everybody watching on YouTube. Um, it's a long list of who's available. It's it's the same thing for every team. So let, let's just roll, th- roll through this. Um, Riley Barber, Kyle Kruskulo, Turner Elson, Valtteri Filippola, Sam Gagne, Luke Lindenning, Darren Helm, Terrell Horosev, Vladislav Nemestikov, Franz Nielsen, Bobby Ryan, Evgeny Svechnikov, Dominic Turjan, Hayden Verbeek, Alex Biega, Dennis Jalowski, Danny DeKaiser, Christian Juice, Joe Hicketts, Dylan McElrath, Mark Stahl, Troy Stetcher, Jonathan Bernier, Kevin Boyle, Caden Fulcher, and Calvin Pickard. So, uh, long and short of it again, everybody kind of already pegged it. Uh, you're going to see in my uh, couple of mock drafts, is going to stay pretty static. It's Troy Stetcher. Uh, That seems to be the big pick here. And whether or not you want to have the conversation that Troy was going to make a huge impact here in Detroit, or if you think he's going to make a massive impact in Seattle. um, I mean, analytically, you could make that argument um, eyeball test wise. Uh, He really wasn't counted on to be the game changer for Detroit. We saw, you know, Phil Peronik getting 30 minutes a night, and that doesn't happen if you have a nice, solid balance on your defensive core. This is just me being completely honest. And one episode removed from me having a whole episode based on us trying to keep Troy Stetcher. So, obviously, I'm a fan of Stetcher. Just trying to find some balance in that conversation so you're not having to listen to me. Two episodes in a row, just telling you how much I love the guy uh, and how much I'm going to miss him. Um, but... I, I, I guess at this point it's, it's reality setting in and, um, you know, it, it could still go the Vladislav Nemestikov way. It could go the Cholowski way, but, um, I, I don't expect a lot of surprises and there's probably going to be the conversation of, uh, especially if, if we're, we're going to see a Seattle crack and expansion draft that's based, um, quite a bit on analytics. Uh, you're going to want to see a contract like a stature, give some flexibility to what the Kraken can do. Uh, We, we know the cat can play. We know he's going to be solid. Uh, He's not necessarily going to be elite for you, but there may be some elite guys that uh, the Kraken would want to spend money on. And you can get this more affordable contract for again, solid is the keyword here for Troy. Uh, You slot him in there in uh, the bottom four. You're, you're going to be pretty happy. So, Long and short of it, this seems like a great pick. Um, when I'm filling out what I just did to make my Seattle Kraken team, I didn't really have a spot for Vladislav Domestikov. So to that end, that makes a little bit more sense. And, um, you know, there there maybe was space to switch out. You know, you're, you're taking some big contracts when you're doing these mock drafts. And, of course, when Seattle does the real thing, uh, you're doing that because you got to hit that minimum. Um, but you also want to have a pretty good team. So they're could be the argument that the Kraken want to take a shot and see if they can develop uh Chalowski, take a much smaller contract and maybe make space uh, for which I did not, uh, but make space maybe for like a Giordano, something like that fixed in there. Uh, but when you guys take a look at my expansion team, you'll see why uh, Giordano wasn't a part of it and uh, why I did include Stetcher. Final thought on the whole thing here. Um, everything makes sense anybody that's too upset or uh, I mean I've seen the articles pop up recently especially with uh, the Nick Letty trade that just happened that the uh, the honeymoon is over for Steve Iserman. Uh you that's fine if you want to say the honeymoon's over but if you think that's that's the best reaction to uh, this draft or the Nick Letty trade you're off, you're off your rocker um, <laughs> I mean the Nick Letty trade uh, makes sense for Detroit and um it's not something that i think you were going to see a trade uh that was going to blow your socks off um in regards to filling out this defensive core uh interviews with nick letty recently pretty much uh detailed the long and short of it he's he's a veteran guy that's going to bring some i don't know if you want to say leadership but at least he's going to be able to guide these kids and and even in the interviews he's that's what he's ready to do and he's prepared to do and he's got one of the most exciting defensive prospects, probably going to be his line mate, The way everybody seems to be uh, creating uh, these these lineups um, and more at cider, so he's going to have some fun. He's probably going to put up put up some good numbers if cider does exactly what we we've seen and what we're predicting and hoping. Um, so fun there. I guess the only thing you get disappointed about is that second round pick heading out the door, but you know the long and short of it the likelihood statistically of a second round pick becoming um an nhler is is not that great so you're basically giving up a uh, you know it's it's a roll of the dice that you just gave up on and um you know when you're playing dungeons and dragons and you get all upset about losing your die roll it's it's because you haven't strategized properly so if there's anybody that we've looked at and, uh, shoot, he just helped build a team that won two Stanley Cups in a row. Um, and if there's anybody who's who's really shown you uh, that there there's a lot of strategy going into what he's doing, um, and especially the word flexibility coming into play, it's Steve Eiserman and the Iser plan. So there's strategy that went into this. I I'm not going to be – I don't want to – play that game of, are we holding him accountable or not with this? I think everybody's just looking into this trade way too much. Um, this is one that's going to fill out the roster and Hey, I, I mentioned it on Twitter, maybe more jokingly than, uh, than I mean uh, I'm probably going to use it a little bit. more in a serious tone here, but Hey, he plays a season with more insider. Um, I think we can all agree. It, it's not going to hurt cider in any way. There's a chance that his numbers are going to go up and if, if this is another guy on the team that last year we played every free agent we signed, that's a guy we can trade at the deadline. So another guy we can trade at the deadline, that's got some veteran leadership, uh, you know, that's tagged to his chest or however you want to put that. And, and he's got that possibility to, to kind of show what he can do with a, with a younger cat, like cider and, and one that, I don't know, we're just, we're all giddy about. So maybe those numbers are going to take a little bit of a jump. Boom, there you go. Get your second round pick back. But for now, you've pushed it out in a year that, you know, you were the team with the most draft picks. You can afford to give one up. Uh, You've got quite a bit of uh, rolls of the dice, like I mentioned. So there you go. You filled out your roster with your second round pick instead of drafting a guy that might never make it. So I'm not hurt by it. I think it's a fine move. It's not an amazing move. And I think we have amazing moves to come down the road, but they're, as we've talked about in past episodes, not going to happen until this team's ready to win. Uh, so there's my thoughts on the Nick Letty trade. There's my thoughts on the uh, expansion uh, protections and uh, expose those who are exposed. <laughs> um, so uh, let, let's jump into uh final segment here. A couple of mock drafts I put together. Um, I kind of got to... Uh, Juice is flowing once uh, I got a little excited reading uh, this tweet here from Ryan Ryan S. Clark from uh, The Athletic, but uh, he goes through the list of the guys that are available and immediately I was like, wow, either uh, it's going to be really fun to do mock drafts or it's going to be an incredibly difficult time. Uh, playing the Seattle Kraken in NHL 22 once that comes out. But, uh, I mean, just look at this list. If you guys are watching on YouTube, clearly you can see it. Carey Price, Vladimir Tarasenko, Gabriel Landeskog, Ryan Johansson, Mark Giordano, uh, Jonathan Druin, Yanni Gord, Tyler Johnson, Jason Zucker, Jared McCann, uh, Capo Kakanen being thrown in there as a, a goalie. Very small contract as well. I mean, that one's exciting. Oh, for, from this prospect of, of being able to fill out the roster and uh, save save a little bit too for somebody that looks to be solid in an up up and coming career. But let's, I mean, you jump in here and look at these names and it's like, good gravy. I thought, uh, I thought the NHL was saying that they were trying to fix certain things that made things, uh, you know, a little easy for uh, the Vegas Golden Knights to jump right in there, but, uh, and, and build a team that went straight to the Stanley Cup finals. But uh, what, what I just decided to do, uh, based off of seeing this, was see uh, what I could do, building a couple of teams. And, and I've got two options here. They're, they're going to end up being very similar if you guys are, are watching this on YouTube. Um, but basically, you know, can, can we get close to a president's trophy? And, and this first go was based off of something I saw somebody put together through, uh, Jay Fresh's model that, uh, if you're a Patreon member, uh, you can, uh, subscribe, give, give Jay Fresh some money. He's a smart cat. Uh, he, he'd like it. Um, uh, but you could play these games. You can put together, uh, these roster builders and, um, uh, what I've got put together here, um, Andreas Johns, um, uh, Johnson from uh, New Jersey seems to be the consensus pick from everybody putting together a mock draft goes on my first line with Max Domi and, and uh, Jordan Eberle. Um, James Van Reemsdyke, Yanni Gord, Vladimir Tarasenko make out line number two, if you can believe it. Uh, and this is a, this is an affordable uh, team, by the way. Uh, Paul Biron from Montreal, Jared McCann and Jonas Donskoy coming over. Uh, Colin Blackwell, Curtis Lazar and Kelly Yarncroft filling out that fourth line. I mean, Clearly, we're going to have a fun time building out the bottom six uh, if you're the Seattle Kraken. There's going to be some guys that you know would would mix it up in the middle six, uh, sniff uh, your, your top line uh, for some of your grappier teams, but this is going to be something where they're going to be rolling four forward lines, and uh, it's going to be tough to keep up. Uh, on the defensive side, probably the hottest guy out there from Winnipeg, uh, Dylan DeMello and uh, Calvin Dehan coming over from Chicago. Uh, Oliver Killington from Calgary, uh, Troy Stetcher, we know where he's from. Uh, Marcus Pedersen from uh, Pittsburgh, and Jake Bean uh, from Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, this is this is a cat I tried to throw in and out for uh, Nino Niederreiter, and I just couldn't do it. Uh, he he does too much uh, when you're building out this team and putting him on the bottom pairing, uh, especially. Uh, making this team just, almost, I don't want to say impossible to play against, but it's going to be very difficult. And on the goaltender side, uh, it's already there's already the conversation of Chris Drager coming over from the Florida Panthers and uh, Ben Bishop being picked up as well. Uh, strong possibility, especially with the name I just mentioned and uh, Kapo Kakanen, that um, Ben Bishop's not going to get picked up and they're going to save some more room uh, for whatever they're going to have to pay Chris. Uh, so that that was one go and, and I have a couple of changes here as we switch over and uh, I did there we go uh, I did have a couple of changes as, as you take a look here if you're watching on YouTube uh, you can see a couple of the names just flash over um, but I, I'm gonna kind of play around with this because I kept I kept my second line the same and it, i did, I did play around again trying to get Nino need rider in there but Point just couldn't get the points uh, to add up. And and this is a team, too, like, as as I've got to start going through this in a second, but um, still falls under the 81.5 million in, in the cap hit, which, uh, I mean, is huge when you're trying to do this because clearly you could just pick up Carey Price, put him in as your goalie, and, um, hey – Nice and easy, right? You've got the best goaltender in the league. But this is at uh, this is 80.2, so this is still trying to be as reasonable as possible. Still no carry Price mixed in there. Uh, 80.2 million. Um, the first line's going to get a change uh, from Max Domi to Matt Duchesne. And I, I did that, even though Domi probably has a lot of brand value that you could throw in there and make him the face uh, somewhat of your franchise because you're going to have to find somebody in here to do it. Uh, Matt Duchesne does it just – I think there's more name recognition there And, um, you know what, if you can afford the contract, um, that's really what you're paying for here is you, you can say you have a top line center, which is the game the Nashville Predators played and it didn't go so great, but, um, I mean, shoot, we're trying to build out a president's, uh, (laughs) president's trophy winner here. Um, and like I mentioned, that second line isn't going to change at all. I, I think, uh, you really do, uh, you can make away like gangbusters going Yanni Gord, Vladimir Tarasenko and, JVR. Uh, JBR. Um, and now that I mentioned it, the third line isn't changing much either, but we finally did make a change. Uh, since we did pick up Matt Duchesne, we had to take out, uh, Cal R- Yarncroc out of that fourth line. And, uh, you could fit in Christian Fisher from, uh, the Arizona coyotes from an analytics standpoint. It works. Uh, You're filling out still. You got your right winger making uh, making the fit. And this is going to kick up that fourth line. Um, Well, you've kicked up the first line enough, but this fourth line will be able to keep up, I guess, uh, based on uh, the first team we mentioned and the second team. So this at least gets a little bit closer. You don't have to take too uh, too far of a drop uh, drop in Yarn Crack. And then uh, from the defensive side, the war went from 3.9 to 5.2. And we made two changes uh, from the the left side defenseman. Uh DeMello and Calvin DeHun are still gonna be your top pairing. Second pairing, you still keep in Stetcher on the right side. Uh Hayden Fleury though from uh, Anaheim Ducks is getting uh, getting his shot. Jake Bean staying on the right side for Carolina, and Nick Jensen going in on the left side. Um Goalies are going to stay the same. And this team just went from 112 points in that first projection to 118. And really you're only making a few changes here. And, um, you know, when you're, you're looking at this and trying to fit in, who's going to go where, uh, really all we did was, was say that Calgary's expansion draft pick, uh, is just going to end up being some kid now that we can try and develop. Same thing with Pittsburgh. Um, And uh, we fit in instead with Anaheim and Washington's picks that uh, in the previous go uh, didn't fit in. Now they do. And uh, really, no worries there. And uh, we still met uh, everything we needed to do in regards to the um, uh, hitting the bottom floor on on the players. And like I mentioned, too, salary cap still fits. You're at 80.2. So you don't get to have any fun in free agency uh, a lot less flexibility there. And, and, you know, there's, there's options there that uh, Seattle might want to make room for, but if you want to put together a formidable team, especially from the forward side, and we mentioned this in the last episode, how much easier it is to fit these forwards together. Um, very good here. And from the defensive side, I mean, you could, you could be pretty reasonable here from a contract perspective and uh I mean, Jake Bean might have to figure in maybe a little bit higher since he's going to need a new contract. I think those are some of the games you're playing here. But a very affordable defensive team. And really, all you got to do, you you take out Matt Duchesne, and you're really, you know, you're saving a lot of money there. Um, And, you know, who's to say he's really going to add six points in the standings uh, compared to Max Domi. But either way, either way you slice it. You save some dough and take out the Matt Duchesne pick. Um, this team could be very formidable. And uh, w- with some of the names that are available in free agency as well, I, I just can't help but think that uh, Seattle's going to have, they're going to have a banger of a team here. And if not, they're getting a lot of draft picks uh, with some of these names that maybe teams do want to hang on to. Uh, so if, if that doesn't happen they're they're going to get paid quite a bit in uh, some future uh, rolls of the dice. If we mentioned earlier, uh, for this team to find some success. All right, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Um, as always uh, find us at, uh, BOD hockey on Twitter. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, please hit that subscribe button. Uh, greatly appreciate it. And, um, got that Twitch channel rolling, played, uh, some WWE battleground and, um, uh, yeah, it wasn't, wasn't my favorite thing, but, uh, Hey, we'll, we'll keep trying. We'll see if we can find some games that I'm interested in. Uh, but thank you everybody for tuning in and, uh, Hey, We got through it. We got through the expansion draft protected list. We have the full draft coming up. I mean, just prepare yourself. It's probably going to be Stetcher. So no real surprises coming up this week, but we'll hit you guys up uh, once that team is drafted. It'll be fun to talk about. And uh, we'll talk about, uh, I guess, saying goodbye to Stetcher and figuring out where this team goes from there. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a good one.